Hello everyone, and welcome to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by JEGS, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. Remember to go to JEGS.com for everything and anything you need. Herman, where are you at? I'm in Mooresville, North Carolina, at my dear friend Mitchell Stapleton's shop. He's got a wonderful YouTube channel. Check it out. What is it? Stapleton 42. It's awesome. It's an old Winston Cup logo. We're good friends. I'm down here at their SRX shop. I'm fitting my seat, and I thought, you know what? I'm not at home, but we can still do my breakdown of that incredible Talladega race. I hear some of you now. It was boring. It was boring. We must have not watched the same race. <laughs> Come on, people. It still was a good race. All right, we're on the road, but we're still going to break down that race at Talladega. The big story in the garage area and throughout the United States. Are you kidding me? Kevin Harvick makes his 9-800 start. Excuse me. I'm speeding Harvick's career up. The big story in the United States and throughout NASCAR. Listen, Kevin Harvick, 800 starts. We're not just going to go, Harvick made 800 starts. That was a big deal. The longevity of 800 starts in the NASCAR series, all of them, is a big deal. Now, I'm going to take a deep breath because you're saying, Herman, where are you going with this one? It was my fault that he doesn't have any more consecutive starts because Kevin Harvick got in trouble years ago at Martinsville. And NASCAR didn't like what he did. If you remember, Harvick was in the truck race on that Saturday. And he did something that didn't make NASCAR very happy. And they said, Harvick, we want to see you after this race. Harvick said, all right. He took his truck, his race car truck, pulled it right to the rear of the NASCAR offices, which is the tractor trailer. They said, Kevin, you're out. They call me, I'm, ra I'm racing down in Nashville in the Bush Grand National Series. And uh, I'm in my race car and they say, Mike Helton, president of NASCAR wants to talk to you. Kenny Wallace, will you drive the number 29 GM Goodrich Chevrolet? I don't ask any questions. It was under the caution flag. I said, yes, sir. So I get on the NASCAR plane and I fly up to Martinsville and I drive the number 29 GM Goodrich Chevrolet in place of Kevin Harvick. And I gotta be honest, I don't think that much of it ever, but I think a couple weeks ago when they started talking about Kevin Harvick's 800 start, oh, he would be much better, but Kenny Wallace, <laughs> it's not my fault. All right, I know we, we didn't belabor that point, but that was a really good story. So. Kevin Harvick makes 800 starts. He's running really good at the end of the race. And, uh, you know, it goes haywire. It goes crazy. So let's break this race down. Herminator's got his notes. And, uh, you know, listen, pit road was a big deal. This next-gen car, you know, the brakes, the front to rear bias. We have a brake adjuster, how much front brake you want, how much rear brake you got. This car is so much different than anything we've ever drove. The drivers tell me nowadays, Herman, whatever you remember, get it out of your head because this, this is, you know, like a V8 car that they race over in Australia. Uh, so this next-gen car is a lot different. We saw some big issues that we didn't see during the Daytona 500. We witnessed uh, Chase Briscoe and Reddick 
spin out. Now, Reddick, Reddick still was big. He destroyed his race car. He comes off at turn four. Now, listen, we all do it. We come off at turn four, running 800 mile an hour, and because we're trying to make time up, and we lock it down, we use those brakes, and Reddick spins out, destroys his race car, and he's out of the race. Uh, Chase Briscoe, now, he does a really good job. Chase recovers and, I believe, gets himself a, a top five. So uh, besides that, the race is rolling along. Uh, Michael McDowell has a flat off of turn four. That's a caution flag. Gives everybody a chance to go to the bathroom, get a beer. And uh, But Michael McDowell still does okay. I mean, just spins out. Hey, listen, it's kind of like Bristol, right? You spin out, you didn't hit nothing. Woo, that was close. So up until that point, and really those, those wild uh, pit stops, you know, for Chase Briscoe and Reddick, they just spun out and they were already, they were coming in, you know, some of them were under green flag, so they're trying to make it up. But until that time, it wasn't until Michael McDowell spun out that we had like a, a real caution. Um, all right, here we go. This is, this, is where, this is where it gets crazy, you know, so th the race we're making, listen, I understand you fans, I say this all the time, what do you want? If I was to give you a piece of paper and you said, I want this many wrecks, you know, what is it that you want for the race to be perfect? I thought Talladega was an awesome race. Very exciting. Me and my mama, we watched it and I didn't want to leave until it was over because it was that good. It, it was a vintage. I think there was less wrecking for sure. Less wrecking. The big one, you know, there really never was a big one. Uh, at the end, it took out four cars, you know, and then when the race was over, that wreck took out some, but we never had the wreck that took out 12, 13. Uh, let's go with 44 to go. 44 to go, Harrison Burton gets spun out by Noah Graxon. Uh, entering turns three and four, that was a big deal because as they're entering turn three, a little bump there. That's where the motorhomes come across the racetrack, right? So they pack that asphalt down. And you're like, Herman, why, why was there a little bump there? Like I said, that's where everybody comes across the racetrack with their motorhomes to get inside the racetrack. So uh, Harrison does a little bit of this. Noah Graxon, you know, just goes to push draft him a little bit. That's all it takes. And uh, so caution is that. Harrison Burton spins out, spins out, no damage for anybody. Harrison Burton, Noah Graxon, no damage. So here we go, five to go. Um, all hell breaks loose. All right, Herman, take a deep breath. Five to go, Joey Logano gets out of the draft, coming off of turn two. He loses the draft. He loses probably 10 miles an hour. And here comes Corey LaJoy and uh, Stenhouse, and they just ass-pack him. I mean, they're, they're doing everything they can do, like riding a horse. They're holding the horse, holding you know, pull the horse back. But Joey Logano's dead in the water. And they're like, oh, we're gonna try to push him. But here's what you gotta remember. I'm not saying you gotta remember, but we need to remember. Corey LaJoy, right? And Joey Logano are like childhood friends. So, I mean, yeah, they wanna outrun each other, but you know, I'm gonna help Joey. They can't get off of Joey. Everybody goes to wrecking. And so th this accident involves Joey Logano, uh, Corey LaJoy, Stanhouse, and yes, Harrison Burton. Oh my God, he had a good day going, and then poor Harrison Burton, he just needs a good run.
And th this, this was a good day for Harrison that just went south, right? So remember, he was in the wreck I told you about before where he spins out, he's good. And we go green flag and he gets in another wreck. Uh, none of his doing. All right, now we're going into NASCAR overtime, right? Uh, NASCAR overtime, <laughs> Ross Chastain, loving, great race car driver. You know, Ayrton Senna once said, if there's a gap and you don't take it, are you a race car driver? I think that falls underneath Ross Chastain. He sees a gap, he takes it. So green, white, checker, drop the green flag. We're going through the gearbox. Second, third, fourth. And Ross is pushing the hell out of Noah. Turns left, we're like, no way. Makes it three wide, but as he's trying to make it three wide, his right front's just scuffing Noah Graxon in the Wendy's car. Made you hungry, didn't it? <laughs> Spins him out, all hell breaks loose. This is the one, this was the highlight reel of the whole race. This is where Ryan Priest, I mean, center punches Kyle Larson and knocks the right side roll bars out of Kyle Larson. So I got to tell you, that was, listen, we can complain all we want. Listen, it's, it's fun to talk crap about everybody, isn't it? You're dumb, I'm great. Well, nobody got hurt, but it did knock the roll, the roll bars out of Kyle Larson's car. So uh, we, can, we can complain, we can make fun, but in the end, everybody's okay, and, and that's a good deal. All right, so everybody gets away from that. Everybody gets released from the, the care center. To that. Now, that's not to say on Monday everybody's going to be a little sore, right? But uh, now for the big one. Uh, you know the rules, right? The rules are this. On overtime. You drop the green flag, you go around. If you make it, if, if the leader makes it underneath the white flag, the race is official. I agree with this because I'm old school. I've seen it all. I've seen them, I've seen them try this six times. You start out with 20 cars and you're down to six. I've seen it. Enough's enough, right? It was like the circuit of the America race. It's like, how many more green-white checkers are we going to go through? So uh, finally, we get to the end of the race. Bubba Wallace is leading. Is he going to win it? This looks exciting, except here comes Ryan Blaney with a head of steam. Ryan Blaney goes left. Ryan Blaney goes right, left. Listen, I have my opinion, and that's what this whole breakdown is going to be about. What does Kenny Wallace think about Bubba Wallace blocking Ryan Blaney three times at the end of the race and we don't get around to the checker. So let's, let's paint a picture for you. Bubba wants to win the race. Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, is, is there. Come on now. I mean, I watched the movie Air. It's incredible. Once you watch the movie Air and you know Michael Jordan's there in the pit box, Bubba's leading the race. His here, could you imagine Michael Jordan being in victory lane? with Bubba Wallace. I mean, you, you know Bubba had to be thinking. Bubba's looking in his mirror. He's got to make it one more lap. He's going to win the race. It's going to be euphoria. It's going to be unbelievable. So it's easy for us to sit here and go, oh, Bubba's a dumbass. He ought not do that. Think about it. Think about what I just told you. So Bubba's doing everything. Now, Blaney's his best friend. 
Blaney's his best friend. So Bubba's left, right, left, no, don't pass. Kyle Busch wins the race. <laughs> hey, you got to be running third, right? Think about the position that Kyle Busch put himself in last year at the dirt race at Bristol. Kyle Busch is running third. Briscoe and Reddick wreck. And Kyle Busch wins the race. Here we're at Talladega. Bubba and Blaney wreck. Kyle Busch wins the race. Sometimes in baseball, there's a lot of stats. I'm like, I don't care about them stats. But that one's kind of voodoo, right? Wow. And plus, it's three for Earnhardt. <laughs> so anyway, that's it. Uh, race is over. Uh, Kyle Busch is your winner. Winner. That was the biggest wreck of the day. So, you know, we didn't have the big one until the last one. My opinion is this. Did Bubba Wallace block too many times? Well, his best friend, Ryan Blaney, says in his interview, listen, you can't block three times. Well, that's easy to say now that the helmet's off and you're breathing fresh air. But in, in, that, in that moment, buddy, you got Michael Jordan up there and, and you're hoping, man, I just block him one more time and I can win this race. So you know me, you know me. I've called Bubba out every time and, and all our shows are lined up. Now listen, when I introduced Bubba at Bristol, I said, Bubba Walsh, he come out and me and Bubba shook hands. And uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I will call Bubba out. I'll call anybody out because they've called me out. Hell, everybody calls me out my whole life. That Walls, he's a dumbass. I'm like, so did Bubba block too many times? Maybe, okay, yes, whatever. However, think about what I just said. Paint the picture. You know, it's like your dad being on, your dad's there and you think, man, my whole family's going to get a victory lane. And, you know, you're leading green, white, checkered. So, all right, everybody. Well, listen, I think we broke... Talladega down long enough. I uh, want to thank Mitchell Stapleton. Here in the, uh, there's so many, what do we call them, race parks. Uh, he's a good guy. We'll do a 360 real quick here, and we'll come right back. Of course, this is his Escalade yep. that made him so popular. One of his, how many hits did you get on that? Uh, I don't know. A lot. Enough to start a YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, well, Charlie Marlowe's. Is back in St. Louis, and he's going to get this baby all ready for you. Remember now, we're starting to gain in podcast form. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, and we're having a good time. And uh, thank you all so much. So remember to check us out on the way to work. Tony Stewart interview is next. It's incredible. Not because I did it, but it's good. <laughs>